to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Two in our Bible, 2 Corinthians 10. We're going to start at verse 1 once I find it. 19. Before I start, I do want to uh, thank God for allowing me to get out of my comfort zone, as, as per se. Uh, I'm not used to just talking to a, a camera. But I thank God for definitely taking me from one level of glory to another one because I'm not going to just stand still. I'm grateful to be allowed to even encourage you during this time, um, especially what's going on in our country and our world. So I do want to put out a disclaimer. I am not going to give you my opinions at all today. I am not going to give you my husband's opinion or our senior pastor's opinion, even though our opinions will be backed by the word of God. However, an opinion right now won't help you. The word of God is what's gonna help you, nothing else. So I'm gonna give it to you the way God gave it to me. And, and it says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the truth is what's gonna set you free. Not my truth, not my opinions or feelings, but the word of God, okay? I love seeing my baby girl behind the camera. It makes me smile and just focus on her. <laughs> and know this too, something else about me that you'll need to know. I'm not gonna change this word up to suit your feelings, or your emotions. I'm not gonna change the word based on your opinion. I'm not gonna change it for what you are feeling right now. I'm just gonna give you the word. So if there's something I say, it's not in judgment to you. It is for you to take to the Father yourself because all I'm gonna give you is the word, period, okay? Period. All right, 2 Corinthians 10. We're gonna start at verse one. Now, I myself, Paul, beseech you by the gentleness and consideration of Christ himself, I who am lowly enough, so they say, when among you face to face, but bold, fearless, and outspoken to you when I am absent from you. I entreat you when I do come to you that I may not be driven to such boldness as I intend to show toward those few who suspect us of acting according to the flesh on the low end. Worldly motives, and as if invested with only human powers. For though we walk, live in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh and using mere human weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, being in readiness to punish every insubordinate for his disobedience when your own submission and obedience as a church are fully secured and complete. Look at this fact, this obvious fact, which is before your eyes. If anyone is confident that he is Christ, let him reflect and remind himself that even as he is Christ, so too are we. Verse eight, for even though I boast rather freely about our power and authority, which the Lord gave for your upbuilding, and not for your for demolishing you, yet I shall not be put to shame for exceeding the truth. Anyway, with all that is going on today, I just want to talk to kingdom believers right now and ask you, what are you doing to fight the onslaught of the enemy? If he is out there promoting fear and panic, it is our responsibility, our responsibility to overthrow and destroy the strongholds and of the enemy of, of this world. 
as kingdom believers, we have been given power and authority to declare a thing and it shall be established. So my question to you today is what are you declaring? Are you just sitting back and allowing panic and fear to penetrate this worth, this, this world? Are you just sitting back in your house and allowing this virus to run amok and you just sitting there not using your authority that you have been given by the word of God? Are you praying and interceding and prophesying life or are you on the other end expecting everybody else to do that for you? Are you prophesying death? Are you using the words of God to bring forth his authority on the earth? Are you preparing for the end? Are you sitting there going, nope, I got to go ahead and, and start preparing, stocking up all kinds of stuff. And I'm not saying not to do that. However, are you being like everyone else? You're preparing for the end when in fact in the kingdom there is no end? If you were one of those who was out there freaking out, repent. If you were one of those who was speaking fear instead of faith, repent. And when I say repent, I don't mean I'm going to change for this day and then tomorrow I must put something else on social media. Or, you know, I'm going to change for a couple of days or even a month. When God says repent, he means you change your complete thinking. You change your behavior. So you need to totally repent, change, and only believe on the word of God. It is time for you kingdom believers to get back on your post, okay? A lot of you have gotten off. You got your tail between the legs. You think we have been defeated, and you're not trusting God at his word. It is time for you to trust God at his word. You cannot be like everybody else in the world one minute and then think that your word is going to stand forth and bring forth fruit when you're acting like everyone else. You got to use your anointing. It's time for you to use that authority to speak against sickness and disease and viruses. It's time for you to use that authority over the enemy and it's time for you to use that authority over hell. Send this virus back to hell by the anointing authority that you have. Open your mouth because that is what the word says that whatever you loose on heaven is uh, loose on earth is loose in heaven. Whatever you bound on earth is bound in heaven. I don't know if Rona's up in heaven. Is it in heaven? No. So it does not belong here. And I'm saying Rona because Corona means, I guess, crown or something. I'm not crowning this with anything. The only one who has a crown is King Jesus. And that's it. And he is not off the throne. You may feel you're stuck in your house, but I'm telling you, don't be stuck in the spirit. The devil did not back up because all of a sudden you quarantine and he's not calling the truce saying, put your weapons down and take off your armor. There's no ceasefire in the spirit realm. You need to put your armor back on and start interceding and praying and speaking to the devil and tell him to get the heck up out of here. As a kingdom believer, you are called to subdue the powers of darkness. You are called to shipwreck the strategies of hell. And you are called to release the kingdom of God. You can't put it on anyone else. You can't put it on pastors and say the pastors need to do it. No, you are called to do that. You cannot let the culture of this world overtake and invade the culture of the kingdom of God. We are representatives of the heavenly spirit with supernatural power and, we, and authority. And we function in the now. You can't sit there and go, I'm going to get my authority back when all this is over. No, God is giving you an authority right now to function in the now to tell this thing to go back to hell. Let's go to Isaiah 60. Glory to God. I hope you all are watching. You got your Bibles. I know you might be sitting on your couch, in your bed, maybe in the bathroom. I don't know. Just get your Bible and go along with me. Glory to God. I'm going to go to uh, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise from the depression and prostration 
and which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of God, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness all peoples, but the Lord shall arise upon you. O Jerusalem, and his glory shall be seen on you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. If it is not time for kingdom believers to shine for the glory of God and for Jesus like never before, it is right now. It is time for us to rise in this very hour. And I say kingdom believers. I keep saying kingdom believers because I'm not talking to Christians right now. Let's just be real. Christians might be comfortable with just going to church every now and then or picking up their Bible once a month or maybe know a couple of verses and they're good with that. I'm talking to kingdom believers who know exactly who they are. I'm talking to kingdom believers who stand under word regardless of the situation or circumstance. I'm talking to the kingdom believers who know God at his word and he tells the truth. If you are, don't take it offense if I'm saying Christian, but I'm calling for the kingdom believers who knows the kingdom of God and how the kingdom of darkness has to bow to that. I'm talking to kingdom believers who not playing it safe in this hour, who still know that God is on the throne. Now I'm talking to people who, who may have helped people in the past. We get that. You have helped people, but right now you're not helping at all. So I'm going to say to people who are leaders, and if you are feeling a certain way and you can't speak on social media the word of God, then please just don't even speak at all. Just only stand and speak on the word of God. I'm telling you to turn the TV off. Get off social media. Stop sitting there uh, speaking out stats. Because I'm sorry, I don't care. I shouldn't say it like this, but it doesn't matter to me about a stat because I know who Jesus is in my life. I know how he has been faithful so many times. I know how he has been so good. So I'm, I wanna talk to kingdom believers who believe God at his word, who believe the word literally, who believe that it is alive and active, who believes that it is for today, who believes it from cover to cover and not just pick out certain scriptures that's gonna suit their lifestyle or suit how they feel today to defend what they're believing. No, I'm talking about believers who believe the entire word of God. I'm talking to the ones who feel that, yes, church is essential for this hour. Who don't look and say, you know, it's essential for what? A liquor store to be open or an abortion clinic to be open, but the church shouldn't be open? We're essential. And I'm telling you, and, and, and to see that sometimes we have a few pastors who are getting arrested because they chose to have church, you don't judge that man or woman of God because they chose to stay open or if they chose to close. But the fact is you don't get on social media and start spewing out mess toward men of God who chose to say, you know, I'm going to stay open because they chose to believe God at his word at that time. And then you sit there and say he's, he's, he's there um, getting other people's lives at stake. Are you, come on, come on. Just keep that to yourself and pray for that person and pray for the man or woman of God. Don't get mad at him because he chose to have faith in something and then you didn't. Just let, please. We're supposed to have unity in the body of Christ. And if you see something you don't like, then you pray. Because a lot of times the Lord wants to deal with you in it instead of that other person. It's you. You got, and let's, let's talk about the ones who said, you know, that the pastors are getting arrested because they're not using common sense or wisdom. Let's talk about common sense or wisdom right now, shall we? If you read the Bible, there are so many accounts in the word of God where people chose not to listen to authority or, or common sense or wisdom. And I'm just saying from the word of God, so don't get mad at me saying it. I'm saying based on the word of God. And a lot of times these people are extremely important pillars of our faith. I don't believe the Bible is a bunch of fairy tales and stories. 
I believe it is the word of God. These accounts truly happened. So you can think I'm crazy. It's okay. But I choose to believe what happened. Let's talk a little bit about it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chose not to bow down to idols. Huh? Yet they were thrown in a fiery furnace that was heated up seven times more than it was usually heated because they chose not to bow down to idols and listen to authority. And when they were done and they went and looked at them, there were four people that was in that furnace, not three, four, because Jesus was in there with them in the fire. And when you know that fire got turned off, those men were not singed. Their hair was not singed. They didn't come out smelling like smoke. They didn't have the hair, the, 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 what do you call that when it's black after you've been around? Scent. Some ashes on them. It wasn't nothing. When I'm around a campfire, immediately my hair starts smelling like smoke. These men was in there with the furnace going up, and they didn't smell like smoke. And then there was a decree by the king that says nobody is supposed to speak about their God again. No one. David didn't use common sense when he went against Goliath, a teenager who showed up with soldiers who were seasoned, who wouldn't even go against Goliath. But David walked up, not using common sense, but using the word of God, saying, who was talking, who's this dirty Philistine talking about our God? A teenager who went with just stones and not, you know, but what happened? He went in and not only killed Goliath, but cut his head off. Let's go on some more. Esther didn't use common sense or wisdom when she chose to go to the king and tell him we got to stop the annihilation of Jews. Nope. Wisdom wouldn't have told any of the disciples to quit their job and not just quit their job, but to leave their families and to follow Jesus. Because I tell you, my daughters come to me now saying, I think the Lord is saying to quit my job. Say what? Noah. <laughs> but this is, this is what I'm saying. People talk about all this wisdom and common sense. What about when Mary decided to use the perfume to pour on Jesus and people were judging her saying, why did you use that for that? We could have we got a lot of money for that. She wasn't using wisdom. Let's go on for one more. What about Jesus? Did he use wisdom or common sense when he prayed on the leper? Did he think that he was going to pray and then bring something back to the disciples? No, because he knew who he was. He knew what the kingdom stood for. Now, listen, I'm not telling you to go all willy-nilly because I'm giving you stuff and you don't wash your hands and all that. Let me tell you something. We've been washing our hands and stuff before any of this took place. We're not doing anything different, okay? Nothing different. I'm just reminding you of what the word says. I'm just reminding you of what happened because I'm telling you, faith goes against common sense. It goes against it. So I'm going to ask you again, do you believe God or you don't? There's no in-between to this. There's no gray area when it comes to the word of God. You're either hot or you're cold. You either choose to listen to them or you don't. It's just that simple. Fence riders need to choose. Come off the fence. What side are you standing on? You on the Christian side over here or you on the kingdom believer side? Because God is showing right now there's a separation between wheats and tares. And the ones who are showing, acting like tares are going to be exposed. So where are you going to be? Choose. Choose to believe God at his word. Ask yourself that. Where are you going to stand? Which one? Let me tell you something. Psalms 91, 10, 11 says, There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh their dwelling place, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all their ways. Did you believe that? Matthew 4, 23 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. All diseases. That means viruses. 
And it don't mean if it's man-made, self-made, Bill Gates made it. We don't care who made it. It's going to be defeated because it's already defeated in the kingdom. Philippians 2, 8, 9 says, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That means the Rona has to bow to the name of Jesus. And that means diabetes has to. That means cancer has to. That means anxiety has to. That means depression has to to. All of that has to bow under the name of Jesus. Matthew 21, 21 and 22 says, Jesus answered them and said unto them, verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if ye shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. I'm just giving you the word now. Romans 3, 4 says, God forbid, yet be, let, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mightiest be justified in thy sayings, and mightiest overcome when thou art judged. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he shall lie, neither the son of man that he shall repent. Hath he said and shall not do it, or hath he spoken and shall not make it good? Message Bible says, God is not a man, one given to lies and not a son of man changing his mind. Does he speak and not do what he says? Choose. Do you believe God at his word or you don't? This is the word, huh? This is his word. And I'm not saying people have not died from this virus. I'm not saying that at all. And I know there's some people who battle in it right now. But what are you choosing to do during the battle? Where's the outcry for the people who have died on other stuff, like the flu? How about cancer that has taken out thousands of people a year? How about heart disease? I'm telling you, the enemy is only coming to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take people off their purpose, and he wants to wreak havoc on the kingdom of God. But I'm telling you, he does not win. Because we as kingdom believers, we have to choose to speak the word of God regardless of our situation or circumstance. We have to choose to look through an eternal lens because you know what? The word works. Let me tell you this story real quick. I have a daughter, I can't say her name because she told me not to, that works as a nurse in one of the local hospitals and I can't say that either. <laughs> and, and she has to go to work without a mask right now because family members were coming and visiting families and stealing masks, okay? That's what happens when the spirit of fear overtakes people. They start doing stupid stuff and stealing and everything else. And what happened is when she had to go to work, I was like, we're good. We're going to keep you just depending on the word. That's We're going to continue to trust God. doesn't matter you got a mask, don't have a mask. We choose to trust God regardless. Before this even hit, I continue to pray over my family, over the body of Christ, PT and Becky, their family, our families, my families in all the other states, the, the blood of Jesus before any of this broke out. So when it broke out, I was like, we're still covered. Doesn't matter to me, we're still covered. So what, I, what should I do since my daughter has to go to a hospital and help patients that may have this virus or not? Do I use common sense and wisdom and tell her don't come home? You need to go sleep at a hotel or a B&B because I don't know what you're going to bring us. Do I do that? That's common sense, right? No. What I do is I choose the word of God, which is over common sense. I choose the word of God. And let me tell you something else. She did have a patient with the virus. She did. Five nurses helped this lady. 
five helped this lady with the virus. And out of all five of them, you know who didn't have a symptom? My daughter. So if you sit there and tell me the word doesn't work, I would tell you you're a liar because that's all we have is the word of God. She didn't get the vibe. She didn't get symptoms. Everybody else got a symptom. And when they called my daughter to say, hey, how you how you feeling? We had a patient that had the, the virus and, and who are you living with and, and all this stuff. She was like, nope, living with my parents, my sister. Anybody got symptoms? No, none of us got symptoms because you know why? We're covered with the blood of Jesus. We choose to believe God. And let's say a symptom did hit our body. What were we going to do? Still choose to believe God. And trust his word. That's just it. So those who are affected by the virus, if you're affected, choose to fight it with the word of God. That is the only thing that's going to get you through. I had looked up, there was a Pentecostal uh, pioneer back in the day, John G. Lake, who chose that he was in Africa when the Ebola virus broke out. The Ebola was killing thousands upon thousands. And you know what he did? Him and his Holy Spirit team went and prayed on people who had the Ebola. They weren't saying, I got to get away from you because I'm going to take it to other people. They weren't saying we can't gather more than 10 people. We got to do social distancing. They went and, and took that virus on head on. And not only that, is they took some of the virus that was killing people and they put it under a microscope and looked at it and they saw the virus was alive and living. John G. Lake said, put that virus on my hand. They're all like, what? You're going to die. No, he knew he was not going to die. They took that virus on his hand, put it under the microscope, and you know what that virus did? It died. Because he said, I have the Christ in me. I have Jesus in me. Nothing can affect me when I'm full of the Holy Ghost. So I come to you, where's your faith at right now with all this? I'm telling you, if you don't feel you can do that, then don't, because you will die. But if you have faith enough to go, you know what? I know who God is. He didn't fall off the throne. He's still God. He's still good. He still delivers. He still provides. This doesn't stop it. This doesn't stop it. And he took his bare hands. And that's what God has called us to do. Take our bare hands and lay hands on the sick so they should recover. He said, go forth and cast out devils so they could come out. That's what God said. I'm not saying it. But I trust him at his word that when I do go lay hands on someone that's sick, they're going to recover. It's not going to jump on me. Come on. And they might have thought John G. Lake was absolutely crazy. But he would be crazy for the Lord at any time to trust him at his word. I, you can call me crazy all you want because I choose to trust God. When there have been things that went through and happened to our family that I didn't know what the heck was going on and had to come in that next day, that day it was happening and preach the word of God, that's all I knew was to continue to have my faith in God and his word and knowing that it was true. Because like I said earlier, the word works. You got to believe that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You got to believe that. You got to believe all of God's word and not some of it. You got to believe us. Either you believe him or you don't. Either you're a kingdom believer or you're not. There's no in between. Let's go to Luke, Luke 10. <laughs> I was getting water. Luke 10, um, verse 16. He who hears and heeds you, disciples, hears and heeds me. And he who, he who slights and rejects you, slights and rejects me. And he who slights 
and rejects me slights and rejects him who sent me. The 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan falling like a lightning flash from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. I'm going to read that part again. Over all the power that the enemy possesses. That's everything. Whatever it is, that's in the, included in the all. Huh? God is raising up his remnant and he's waking up his people. And I'm saying his people. A remnant of people that won't back down in the day of battle and won't back down in the midst of one. Those that believe this verse right here and the entire Bible, just like they believe they are born again, saved, and going to heaven. And nothing can talk you out of that. You got to believe this verse in the entire Bible the same way. Those who know we are not going back to business as usual after this. I'm not going back. Because I choose to go from one level of glory to another one, regardless of this. This doesn't stop me or my purpose at all because of this. I'm not sitting in my home, just sitting there doing nothing. I'm coming against this, this virus or whatever it is, and I'm sending it back to Satan in the pit of hell. And we need believers to come and agree upon that with us so that it could be done. It's time. And let me tell you, me being this confident, please don't say I'm having pride. It's not pride. It's confidence in the word of God. It's confidence in who he said I was. It's confidence in what the word says I am. I don't doubt what he said about me. I know who I am. So if you think I'm in pride, then you need to take that to the Lord yourself because I'm confident in the word of God. It says it right here. We have to be bold. I'm calling forth a new boldness to arise in the church. I'm calling forth a new confidence to arise in the church that you know to the point that you have authority regardless of anything, that you know that we are essential, that the people of God know that when we come together, there's something special in that. There's an anointing that backs that. That's why he says not to forsake the assembly. We're good right now. We have people in here right now. And I can still sense it with their anointing drawing on me, which I love it. I feel their love and their prayers right now. It's something special in that. It's essential for us to be together. So I thank God for that. I'm call, I keep talking to kingdom believers right now. I'm telling you, if you're not a kingdom believer, I'm not talking to you. I'm not judging you. I'm talking about the ones who know God, who know him at his word, who know that they were, they were praying on people with cancer and got free. I'm talking to the ones who know that they've done deliverance and demons came out, and then you're sitting there saying and spewing something else that's not God. I'm talking to you to say, stop it, and let's rise up to what God has called us to do. Let's break things in the, in the spirit realm right now and invade darkness so that it has to go. I'm talking to the ones like when the children of Israel left, and God got them free to set them off. Not only did he get them free, but he took, they took the spoils of the enemy with them. God sent them with gold and silver. So I thank you, Lord, that even though this is happening, that the people of God continue to come out of this even more triumphant, that the people of God come out and that we see even more books being written at this time. We see businesses being birthed out at this time. We see more people going forward in God like never before. We see intercessors being birthed at this time. We see that there's going to be even more things that's going to transpire. We thank you, Lord, that even though this is happening, I thank you that my daughter got a job when people have lost one. But even those who have lost a job, I speak forth even new doors to be opened, something better that you have ever even had. I speak forth the people who are battling a sickness to be healed right now in the mighty name of Jesus because we know that he wants you to be healed. He wants health and healing for his body. He wants you to live in divine uh, healing. He wants you to live in divine health. 
And anything that's contrary to that is not God. Did God send the virus? No. I'm telling you right now. No, he did not send it. He don't need to send a virus for people to start praying to him or saying we're going to do this. No, he didn't need to do that. That's the enemy. He's the only one that steals and kills and destroys. He's the only one that brings sickness and disease on people. It's not God. Is God in control of everything? No, he is not. You have a responsibility to open your mouth and declare the word of God. Stop hiding behind uh, excuses and reasonings and common sense. That is the enemy. And he chooses to hide behind reasoning and common sense because he doesn't want you to go forward in the things of God. He doesn't want you to open up your mouth and use the authority. So stop it and say, I am arising today to bring forth the kingdom of God like never before. I choose today. Like I said, we function in the now. You're not going to start functioning even better or greater when this is over. No, it already said greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. It already says it. So choose to do that today. Come on. Those who are aligned with the father right now, those who are aligned with the word of God, are going to see things that are going to transpire that's going to be so miraculous that there's going to be so many testimonies out of this that things continue to happen that are great. It's not just so bad right now. There's things that are happening great because you know what? God is still good. He's still good. He's still the way maker during all this. He's still our provider during all this. Oh, and let me say a shout out to the homeschoolers. What, what? Homeschoolers. Hey. <laughs> Yes, I homeschooled my girls when people were going, when you going to send them to school? How about they go to real school? What about socialization? How are they going to see their friends? Hey, y'all homeschoolers who are doing social distancing. Hey, y'all homeschoolers who said I could never do this. Oh, no, I'm not called to homeschool. Look like everybody's called to homeschool right now, right? What about the friends? Your children don't have friends right now either, right? And yet they're doing good. And yet God has gave you the grace to homeschool. God has allowed, he's given you the strength to do it. He's given you the wisdom to do it. Huh? I think God had an opportunity to homeschool my girls. I wasn't forced into it. I was glad to do it. And yet they're both graduates of a college. Can I give the Gators UF a shout out? I just did. <laughs> homeschool. So be encouraged to homeschool. I even pray some of you who are doing it will continue to do it once this is over. You will continue to see forth the wisdom in that to do it. And those who don't send their kids back to school, fine. They're going back to school too. But I just want to encourage you to be open to what God has for you in this very hour. To be open. So congratulations. But know that God has continued to be there. He's going to continue to be there for us in all the circumstances that have been out there throughout the whole entire Bible where there have been tough times and God has continued to see people through it. He will continue to see you through it if you are just trusting him and listening to him and have ears to hear what he is saying in this hour. Not feelings to hear, not emotions, but you are using your ears to hear what the spirit of God is saying in this very hour. Trust me, he didn't fall off the throne. He did not. He did not. He is still God. And he loves you so much, despite what you think. He loves you. And, and my husband and I just had a friend we looked up on Facebook. God forbid. And he was saying some really crazy stuff that God didn't love the world he sent his son. Just saying that it was all hogwash and stuff. And instead of us going off on social media, we chose just to come off and pray for him. 
because he doesn't have revelation. He doesn't have the Holy Ghost. And I don't expect people to be on there speaking things of the word of God without having the inspiration or filled up with the Holy Spirit. Because of my husband and I, when we were in, in an occult, we were in Islam at the time, we would read the Bible and it would say something completely different to us than it say to the people of God because we did not have the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to ask you just to really just read the word and stick to the word and stand on the word and don't go back and forth. Don't do wishy-washy stuff. It says if you choose to believe and don't doubt, believe him at his word in, in its entirety because it is true. Like it says, let every, let God be true and every man a liar because we choose to believe God. Thank you, Lord. And just use this opportunity. Uh, this is a divine opportunity. I'll say it's a divine opportunity for you who, who are connected to the kingdom of God to just stand and go, we're not going to be shaken. We're not going to be shaken at all. That we're going to continue to rise up in the anointing and authority that we have as kingdom believers. We're going to continue to rise up and believe God and knock this virus off on his butt and get it out of here. That we're going to go forward and say, we're coming out of this, as I said, not the same, not business as usual, but we are even more on fire for the things of God. We are even hearing God more clearly. When we said 2020 clear vision, this is a clear vision right here and right now. What are you choosing to look at and see? What are you seeing? Do you see blue skies? Or are you just saying, no, I'm stuck. I'm just looking at the ceiling. Well, then you stay stuck at the ceiling. But I'm telling you to look further than that. Look further. Use eternal lens, Okay. So we just thank you. We thank you, Father, for, for the word that went forth. Father, I thank you that people are blessed. I thank you that people are encouraged, Father. I just pray a stirring up in their bellies, God. And those who may have fallen short, God, that they will repent and then go forth with even more tenacity and power and grace. And Lord, we just thank you so much for what you are doing this very hour. And Father, we choose to say yes to you and your word. We choose to say yes to what you have for us. We choose to say yes to stand on the word of God like never before. And we thank you, God, that we will not be shaken because you are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. You are alpha and omega. And we thank you, Father, that you said that your word does not return unto you void, but it goes to where to you sent it. And we thank you, Father, for the fruit of this. We give you glory and honor right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So be blessed. To hear more dynamic words, go to my